Hey, this is just Ben on the front end, here to tell you to give the podcast a rating if you don't mind, and follow it or subscribe to it on whatever you're listening to this on. Um, if you want to send us an email, we'll read it, and maybe talk about it on the show. It's uh, deadensigns at gmail.com, and we got a Twitter. Anyway, if you could do all that, please. That'd be really nice. Bye, enjoy the show. Simon & Schuster Audio Works presents Star Trek The Next Generation. <laughs> can't sit there and go, okay, yeah, okay, sure. Like we're supposed to be doing the next part of the countdown, though. Come on. Mm-hmm. Countdown, like the British, infamous British show about doing uh, maths or uh, spelling words. Mostly spelling. Letters, yeah. Mostly anagrams. Yeah, anagrams. <sighs> I'm a, I'm a, Anna Grams. I want, I, I hardly knew her. I bumped my uh, pop filter <laughs> with my, um... My headphones then, by mistake. Okay. And cut that out. No. Okay. Well, I you live with your mistakes. Weird. It's gonna sound not great, but sure. Um, live with your mistakes, just like Picard does. Just like Picard. Um, Max, before I talk about this, I feel like yeah. it's important to bring up. Yeah. Now imagine, imagine if it were a Klingon warrior instead of a Vulcan science officer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, then you would have wanted to buy it, right? Come on. What what would I want to buy? Well Oh the the <laughs> That's yeah. to say last week. Okay. Yeah. They they showed off open for pre order a statue. And now I have I have no I, the only two bits of Star Trek merchandise I have are the little Cisco and O'Brien mm-hmm. that you bought for yeah. me. Second hand, yes, and I like them a lot. I have them sitting behind me on my on my uh, next to my vinyl player, my record player. Yeah, and I I thought I do want I want a bit of a new merchandise I like, and there's a series of like statues you know that they make, and I've seen a lot of them before, and I like the designs and the quality looks nice and everything. Mm-hmm. And I've always wanted to get one because I like them, but I just there's never been one that was like. <laughs> <laughs> that that's fully within my interests, you know. Yeah, it's fully within. Like they've done the Friday, they've done like Jason. The Jason one was very cool, like Freddy Krueger, okay. that kind of stuff. They do fighting game characters, which I like, but I don't want to spend that much on a fighting game thing if I can't like pose it myself. I guess. Yeah. So I'm so you know I see them every now and then. I'm like that's cool. I don't really want to get it. But now, last week they revealed Vulcan female Vulcan science officer <laughs> by Shoujo statue and I, mm-hmm. I I mean I just had to put down a pre-order I haven't paid for it yet and also it's a lot cheaper than if I were to buy it from a uh, a uh, uh, like European or American retailer yeah so I'm getting a good deal on it nice. and I yeah, haven't paid a... for it yet so yeah I just uh, you know uh as the as, uh, the slope to degeneracy is very slippery, so I, <laughs> I'm just I'm 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 um I'm gonna look forward to you talking about uh, getting the big enough jar for that figurine soon enough, you know. That'd be like uh, you'd need like um one of those canisters <laughs> that they keep like cooking oil in. I don't think that would be healthy. I don't think that would be healthy. Think... Um, it's a natural for someone to 
produce this much semen. <laughs> I think I think that personally, yeah, we're already doing a fucking podcast like this. Oh yeah, forget it. I forgot. Come on, you think this yeah. is? I would say they're probably about as embarrassing as each other. To be honest, yeah, but at least ultimately, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and then I, I have nothing. I have nothing. I have no comment. You'll get well. This is the thing. This is what I was saying as a to preface my this this topic. Mm-hmm. If it were a, if it were like a female Klingon warrior bike shoujo, I feel like yeah. you would. Oh that. yeah, but I she would like have to would have. That. You know, she would have to have. You know. Have you seen the these bi shoujo you know, figures the before? Have you seen the these bi shoujo figures before? You needed the bu- the boob. Yeah, window. no, Max. I know what you're talking about. Have you seen these <laughs> bi shoujo figures before? <laughs> I they can would imagine. have it. They would have in my it. in my mind's eye in gonna, the triangular pyramid on my forehead. I would. I can imagine it. I don't need let to. Let me show it. you the. Let me show you the Jason Voorhees bi shoujo, and then you will know <laughs> that if they do a Klingon warrior one. There you go. They got Freddy oh. Krueger. And the Jason Voorhees by Shoujo here. Oh, no. Look at that. Uh, if they did a Klingon warrior, <laughs> of course it's going to Of course this it's going to happen. This is the homework for the, our viewers for this episode is to look up the uh, figures. Maybe we'll get a sponsorship someday. Some, we'll some by, in, by in, in five years. <laughs> by Shoujo sponsorship. Yeah. Shoujo? I don't know how to pronounce it really. My entire house just fill, fill, immediately fills up with like freebies from them. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be, and then I, I'll have an argument. These were free. <laughs> I got free. them for a sponsorship. Free. It's fine. <laughs> it's it fine. was fine. <laughs> what am I gonna do? Say no? The free oh, yeah, things. Exactly. <laughs> free things. <laughs> so that will be arriving September time for me. Yeah. Falcon Science Office. Here's the thing: if they do like another one, if they do do a Klingon one, then you got to get that one, and then you would have the Klingon one, and I'd have the Vulcan one. And then we can ma- bring them together and we can <laughs> make, make them kiss. kiss. <laughs> can make them kiss. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly, you know. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> that's you what, uh, yeah, I do understand. But yeah, that's the thing. It's just, um, yeah, I was never into figuring, so maybe You've got I a 3D to... printer now. You can make your own. Yeah, I, c- <laughs> I could print my own girlfriend. You're right. <laughs> my... <laughs> To my spe- exact specs, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. perfectly fitted, you know, yeah. Um, not general issue, nope. Artisan girlfriend uh, that I can put on my shelf, artisanal, uh, artisanal, <laughs> artisanal, like artisanal GF, but yeah, oh, no, I don't no. know, uh, yeah, I don't know. The only other, the only thing that I have from Star Trek is. The card, the Neelix card, Neelix card, yeah, mm-hmm. I st- uh, yeah. But my, my, I, I, I recently took uh, my wallet. I made got a smaller wallet, wallet, which I just keep like cards in, basically, instead of having like a proper sure. wallet. Yeah, and I can't keep it in my wallet anymore. Well, that just to... means you'll have to get it framed and hang it on the wall. <laughs> yeah, it's just people are like, "What is this? What if <laughs> what they did this? buy Shoujo Neelix?" Oh. By Shoujo Talaxium. <laughs> It'd be kind of funny. Like, they do the general, like, look, it's it's sexy woman Spock. And then mm-hmm. the very next one they do is, like, his sexy brain. <laughs> yeah, Oh, exactly. no, no, his sexy Herogen. They talked about the Herogen this episode. Yeah, they did have... Hero- his sexy Herogen. His sexy Herogen and how... So they, uh, uh, 
these perfect hunters got tricked by a fucking spike trap of the pit fucking yep. trap. I was like, yeah. when they mentioned that, I was like, no. <laughs> Let's get into it. But first, welcome to Dead Ensigns podcast about Star Trek uh, mostly, but also we talk about other bullshit, whatever yeah. kind of we're interested in. I'm Ben. This is Max. Yeah, that's me. This is episode 40 something. I can't quite remember. Um, that's fine. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll 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 edit it in, but it will be played backwards. Sure. The actual audio. Okay. Um. Yeah. Picard season three episode four this week. We'll go. We'll give a breakdown. Yeah. First of all, I like to say, I actually kind of like this episode. Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. It was definitely. It's the strongest episode like, of Picard uh, ever so far. Uh. Was yeah. It was definitely the strongest episode. There was, it still had like, some nitpicky moments yeah, where I was kind of like, I don't think moment. they're going to, I don't know if I'm going to like the rest of this series, but this episode in particular, I enjoyed And this was directed by Jonathan Frakes, I think too. the last one or two were directed by Jonathan Frakes yeah. as well. Yeah. He directs yeah, a lot of them, you know. He directs yeah. Discovery episodes, directed some older Picard episodes. That's what he does. Oh, That's what he does when he doesn't he does. do it's beyond he believe. He does this. It's it's yeah. all he ever does. Yeah, it's just a shame. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, this is the strongest. They they had the. It was a very sad episode. It was a very kind of quiet. Well, episode. Yeah, a little a lot melancholic. Of, yeah. Uh, they, also, no Raffy. This is the first one this season where they've just had no Raffy scenes, <laughs> and maybe it's better for it. I don't know. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. Maybe that I was think, the secret. I think genuinely they were like, we're building up all this, like, this feeling, right? This feeling of, like, oh, doom, you know, like, uh, yeah. inability to get out of the situation. We can't just fucking break it up with, like, cutting can't to cut Raffi. Cut to Raffi and, like, and Worf flying through space <laughs> being like, bah, 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 oh, we're gonna fight them. We're gonna fight the person who stole from the Daystrom Institute. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, exactly. Flying so, around. Getting into some trouble or some shit. Yeah. No, yeah. It wouldn't and, have worked. So I'm glad they and, cut the Raffy stuff for this episode. Nip it in the bud. No no more snake grass for her this episode. <laughs> snake Maybe leaf. this maybe the next episode will be like all Raffy though. All Raffy all the time. All that, <laughs> that would make it like probably the worst episode of the girls it's ever. A, it's a fucking like the cereal boxes. All Raffy. The Star Trek. <laughs> oops, all Raffy. Oops, oops all Raffy. <laughs> there was a mix up of the Picard factory. Oops. <laughs> all Raffy. It's just boring bullshit, you know. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that's the thing. It's uh, uh, uh uh, uh, it yeah, was it was tense. Like... There was some tense moments. Seven of nine. Her thing this episode. Her B story is like she has to track down the changeling on board. It's yeah. hidden as somebody else, um, and then she has yeah. to find them. Uh, Picard and Riker are kind of dealing with the fact that they're about to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, Picard is trying to uh, reconnect with his son in the final moments. Yeah, um, and they're being sucked into a gravity well where they're going to blow up. They're going to get crushed, but they'll probably die. Uh, from lack of power before they even get to that point so yeah you know yeah they're, they're doomed yeah. uh but then luckily beverly crusher realizes that actually the uh, gravity well they're in is actually a lot like a, a woman's big pregnant belly and she's <laughs> yeah. about to give birth yeah <laughs> oh, exactly. boy. one Uh-oh. big one 
Yeah. The big ones coming, you know, like the big say. ones coming, the big contractions. She realizes all these energy pulses that they're feeling. They're kind of like contractions, like putting yeah. too much air in a balloon. Yeah. And, Which is, uh, to be honest, this was like it's interesting. It felt way it, it, better it, of uh, like, uh, you know, they haven't done this in a while. I, I mean, feel it like did feel like discovery. a very TNG kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And like, like uh, oh man, we're stuck in a thing. Oh, we found out some information. Oh, you know, that thinking about it, this is kind of like a pregnant woman's contractions. Wow, can we use and I this? I would love if the guy from Discovery, the one of the two guys, mm-hmm. you know, which ones, the the background two guys that yeah. just. Yeah, he goes like, no, this is actually kind of like surfing. This is actually kind of like surfing, <laughs> surfing if you think about it. I used to surf back on Earth. Um, before we jumped forward 800,000 years or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they figure it out. Um, yeah, no, it was just a solid episode. There were a couple tense moments, you know? It felt like a good, felt kind of like a TNG plot for once in this yeah, whole exactly. new Star Trek world. It's like mm-hmm. just genuinely like... I mean, it was still bogged down with a lot of the overarching overarching stuff that they always shove in, you know? Yeah, 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 definitely. But, but there was a great focus on something that felt centralized to this episode in a way that was good. Discovery tried to do this a little bit in season four when they were stuck in that void, remember? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really, really boring. <laughs> it, was, um, <laughs> it was incredibly boring and felt stupid. I can't even really remember what happened. I think they yeah. managed to find a way for everybody to sort of get out, but somebody had to stay behind, and then Burnham did, and then she and kind of it died. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. We're not talking it about that. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's just like, I, yeah, I feel like even, yeah, it was just, it was just well character-driven, you know? A character-driven episode of them just yeah. kind of like uh, talking to each other, and mm-hmm. you kind of find out a lot of, you learn Just more about the captain of the, tit- of the Titan, yeah. the old captain, whose name I can't remember. Reese? Yeah, because we, we were like, because uh, they realized, they were like, oh, wait a minute, we haven't, people don't care completely about this character, you yeah. know? We gotta do something. We need to give him a bit more characterization. We need to hear, we need to tell us why does he not like Locutus, and it's yeah, because... Yeah, and, um, and then the script from DS9 slipped in front of the guy like somehow it mixed up and he was like the story of the like the background it of was, Cisco you it know was, and yeah it is a little bit too like oh he also doesn't like Picard because he was Locutus for a week or whatever which is a bit like eh but his specific story did feel different to Cisco where it's like Cisco's whole thing was like Locutus killed my wife you know yeah his thing is more like Locutus created a scenario in which I was a sole survivor out of like a bunch yeah. of people who had just as much of a right to live as I do. Yeah, just more interesting, but uh, or maybe not more interesting. He it doesn't make him more an interesting of a character than Cisco, it's just different. But it's just you know it's just a bit. He's, a, he's an old grease monkey. Yeah, he's an old uh, what do you say dipshit or something douchebag. Douchebag. Yeah, he's at some point I think he called himself a switched. dipshit. Yeah, from, at, Chi- at, from Chicago or something. No, that's Picard calls him a dipshit. No, from he calls Chicago. himself a dipshit from Chicago. Oh. That's why Picard uses it later. Because oh. he's like, oh, why did she choose me? I'm just some a dipshit from Chicago. And then mm-hmm. later on, because he's trying to, you know, win him over, Picard realizes, oh, he's like a real, he's an asshole. So I got to be an mm-hmm. asshole back to him. And yeah, he calls him a dipshit from Chicago, calling dipshit. him back to his story, and he's like, okay, all right, now you, now right. you're getting it. Now you're talking my language, yeah. which is Chicago and Ch- Chicagoan, Chicago, Chicago one, Squag one. Uh, 
But so yeah, they you, get you, him involved. They realize, oh, if we open up the port nacelles, we can't do it at the moment because we don't have enough power. But if we open up the port nacelles, then we can like convert the energy pulse from the from the thing, the gravity well, and we can ride wheel. that thing out of here. And they do yeah. it. They get him down there. He opens them up forcefully, and then um, the changeling comes by because they realize this can also be the perfect time for a trap. Yeah, it's just a well. It's a solid episode, you know. Everything kind of coincides in a nice but way. Seven of Nine did. It's the, that's a pretty stupid one, though. When, seven, when of seven of Nine, nine is just carrying lets, the, yeah, she's carrying the fucking bucket. Yeah, because like for some the, reason they've just retconned it now. All changelings need to turn back into goo after like five hours, even though no, it was it, set up. It was set up in. D- uh, DS9. That it's like the only reason Odo had to do that was because he didn't know anything about being a changeling. But real changelings don't need to turn back into goo every twenty four hours. Yeah, the real changelings can hold their form. Like experienced changelings can hold their form for a really long time. Mm-hmm. But they still need to rejuvenate, like at some point. Yeah, but the thing is that, like, I don't, I don't think there was like any stipulation in terms of like, oh yeah, you need to be in this like this it needs vessel to be a bucket. The reason Odo just put himself in a bucket because like that's. It's just what he had. Yeah, he just like you know? he didn't care about being a person either. He didn't try to have a room yeah. and have like things, right? Because he like didn't care, mm-hmm. you know. And then he asked, you know, that's the his character arc is that he becomes more like a person, you know, throughout yeah. the series when he gets his own things and you know he's got mm-hmm. like you know things. But he then likes he also doing. becomes more of a changeling as he goes. At the same time, yeah. Exactly. Mm. So it's like he has a he has a he has a opposing forces within himself, you know. Maybe we're not so different, mm. you and I, Odo. Uh, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> it doesn't uh, but yeah she's like carrying she it in bucket. the corridor. Yeah. She's like carrying walks, it in the corridor. She's walking around loudly talking about like I have a bucket I need to scan everybody. That can anybody help me scan this bucket? And then she walks by a guy, shoots a lady, and then he's, it turns out I'm the changeling. I'm going to kill you now, 709, and I'm going to blow up my bucket, which he does. He does. Um, she shoots him a couple times, and then he goes into a vent, and it's kind of like, you have a lot of opportunity to sh- shoot him. Yeah. She kind of doesn't, so, you know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, it's just... But then they get a, a new plan a later on. Yeah. They get a new yeah. plan later on where... They're gonna use the uh, the the operation to open the port cells as a trap, as a bait yeah. to bring in the guy who's who's disguised as LaForge's daughter of all people mm. on the ship. Yeah, Comes I know. In, she's like, like, "Hey, can I help you, Captain? I'm I'm the daughter of the best engineer in the entirety yeah. of the galaxy." And, and then like, she's okay. like, "Okay, so, uh, <laughs> so you only if so you need to open both of them, right? If you only open one." Like you currently have, then, <laughs> then you're definitely not gonna get it to work, right? It needs to be both yeah. of them. Yeah, that's right. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then, um, seven nine tricks her. She does a whole, oh, what the? Who am I? And then she's like, oh, uh, Commander H- Annika, uh, H- Annika. Annika. Han- Hanson, Hanson, yeah. And then she blasts her immediately. He's like, like, how did you know? I'm because she's supposed to call me Commander Seven because she she my calls friend. me. She's not supposed to. Be. She, oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. she's supposed to, as in that's what she would call me. Yeah, yeah. But she exactly. didn't. She called me Hanson, which isn't right. 
Um, And then also, she probably also could have just, like, computer... Where is Ensign LaForge is on yeah. bridge. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> he could have done it, you know. And it he knew there was a changeling about too. Because like, yeah, that's that the, was thing. the thing. If it was someone else, mm-hmm. that like some other schmuck on in, on the crew, then oh, they wouldn't he would have be given like, it a second thought. They wouldn't yeah, have given it, it a second thought. But because it's LaForge's daughter, the character yeah. that we know, or is connected ah, to a character yeah. we know, they were like... Yeah. Oh, we have to make it more tense. Is it really mm-hmm. her? Maybe it is her, and if they shoot her, then that would be bad. That would be so cool. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> um, they have to they go, Picard has to go to LaForge and tell him that his daughter died because they thought she was a changeling. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. Sorry. A cool scene. Sorry. Uh, they, they kill her, but she retains her shape. I don't know why. It's so far, <laughs> whenever we've seen changelings shot to death with uh, phases, they explode. Yeah, but even even in this season, like we saw that one that uh, that wolf shot explode. So, because he had a change, because he got a, a sign from Odo, yeah, the honorable is. Odo, to that they were changing. So he got his uh, his uh, phaser modified to be anti changeling beams. That's what it shoots. But this anti- was, but no, because the phaser that that Seven had still killed it. I know. It's I just know. that it didn't explode it. But it shot it in the head, and that's where the central She didn't shoot it in the head. She shot it in the chest. <laughs> so that's where the central nervous system of a change oh, okay. is. Right. That's why that's it, where the brain it killed is. it. Yeah, <laughs> the, the brain and the goo is. It know? fell down. It didn't even turn back into goo. It like went all shifty so that you know, oh, it was the changeling, but then it stayed, yeah. as, uh, it stayed as dead LaForge. So I don't know how they're going to... That one's going to be a little difficult to explain the first. Whatever. They're but they go <laughs> their own way, to be honest, yeah. at this point. They go Changed back to the bridge. going their own way. Changeling's going their own way. They go back to the bridge. They're like, we did it. We killed the... They don't say it out loud because nobody except for like a couple people knew, but they like give the nod to Riker. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah, you killed it. Good. Nice. Um, and then this is a good bit I like. The Shrike... Who got a message from their evil overlord face? Who <laughs> yeah. know what's going on there? Palpatine or whatever. Palpatine uh, said, "Go back into the gravity well and find them. And then if you die, that's fine because I don't, I don't care. I don't about care. You. <laughs> I don't care if you die. I'm evil. Because this is literally that he says that like if you come back, you're dead. Yeah. If you go in there, you're dead. If you don't get what's the, thing, the problem? I'm kill you. So uh, yeah, go, go go get it. Go get it. What's the um, problem? So they go and uh, yeah, the Shrike's turning back around. They see the the they, they actually surfing they, their way they, out. They yeah. they she they uh, like get rid of the portal gun. Like they get rid of and it yeah, actually like, it's yeah. pretty stupid. I don't know why, but it, why it says that. But like you can see it flying through space, and it does say Daystrom Institute on the actual portal gun. Like it's <laughs> it's got still got the label that it was from Daystrom Institute. Yeah, just so you know that it's like, oh, that's the thing that they said they were going to yeah, get Yeah, I guess, yeah. I know, because it's from the Daystrom Institute. It says on that there's a label. Yeah. <laughs> there's a sticker gun label on it. Label gun label on it. But they're turning back around. They see the, the Titan surfing its way out of the gravity well. Riker, quick thinking, do we have tractor beam? Yeah, grab that asteroid. And then they're like... They fucking slingshot an asteroid into it. Yeah. Which was pretty yeah. cool. I liked it. That was fun. Yeah, because they do the same thing that she did to them at the beginning. Yeah. Remember? She threw the ship at them. Mm-hmm. Did she just throw a ship at us? And then we just throw a rock at you. Yeah. 
So he threw a big and rock at it, and it got blown up a little bit. destroys it. Yeah, like, no. No, they don't completely. They're like, oh, we need to repair for an hour. So No, uh, don't they say that, like, the core is in meltdown? Like, they're completely Yeah, yeah, fucked. yeah. But they say, oh, the warp core's down. We need to shut it off. And then one of them says this will, will have to be down for at least an hour. Oh, okay. They're like, it'll have to be back up. And then a couple minutes later, when they're flying, when um the Titan is flying away, they're like, oh, we've bought some time for on our, but our pursuers will catch up to us. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so they're not done. They'll be back. They'll be back. They're uh, such a good uh, villain. She needs such to be great, back. How interesting. She speaks weird, like a crazy weird lady. She's like a cute, um, like She Joaquin cuts her hand off and her hand becomes like a guy and the guy says, you, I fucking hate you. Go and catch the evil. <laughs> go catch the thing. I'm evil. I don't care if you live or die. Go do it though. Bye. That's and then a, it turns back a, into a hand. I bet it was a bug in disguise as a changeling. That's what. I don't know what it is. I'm kind of like, <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. We got a bit more uh, about Jack Crush's strange psychic thing. He's having yeah. some kind of weird breakdown over something. But we also got know, a reason why. We also got a reason why Jack was like, Picard was like, why haven't you ever? Oh, yeah. Talk see, I like me. that and scene the, as well. So um, throughout the episode, we have these cutbacks five years earlier where Picard's uh, in the 10 forward eating fish and chips for lunch and some some ensigns come up to him and they're like oh oh mr picard can you tell us about the time that you and uh and got sucked into a strange energy wave and you met uh captain kirk and then he died and you buried him in rocks (laughs) on the planet (laughs) yeah i remember it like it was yesterday he was in a he was it was christmas and my family had just died in the energy wave and then Rafi was there. And, and also Elnor. <laughs> All my friends. Uh, so they have these, they cut back to these every now and then. And they cut back and he's always like, well, that's enough stories. I want to eat my lunch now. But then they ask him another question. Yeah. Last time they cut back, he's like, all right, this has been fun, but I really want to eat my fucking lunch now. But then there's <laughs> a guy. chips are getting cold now. <laughs> there's a guy outside Haddock. of the crowd. He goes, uh, just one more question, sir. You talk about uh, how much you loved being in Starfleet, but did you ever want a a real family? Yeah. Picardy thinks, and he's like, Starfleet is all the family I could ever want. And all the Starfleet yeah. people are like, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah woo, yeah. Starfleet, yeah. Yeah. let's go. Yeah. Woo. Alpha Omega Starfleet or whatever, you know. But the guy who asked the question... That was Jack Crusher in disguise. Jack in disguise and that as was the Han- point when uh, he realized he doesn't want to meet me. He uh, would never want to meet me. Uh, but yeah, it, like... And Picard uh, remembers that and he's like, at the Oh, end the- you were the boy! Yeah. Of course! And then, and then Picard was like, ah, That was propaganda! That was, I was that just was, spreading propaganda! I was just trying to, I was just trying to inspire the troops. <laughs> if I didn't say that, they might have gone away and died in a, in a very dishonorable way. They could have hanged me then, if they I didn't have... justify the need to start fleet. <laughs> they would have accused me of treason. I had to I had to, I had to check. It wasn't about you, Jack, I swear. But yeah, it's like... That's what happened, but they, they don't address it. It's just kind of like well, he realizes I think it. Right? I think the scene because they show them looking at each other on the bridge. I think that's that he is remembering 
He's yeah. like, oh, that was you, Jack, and I said that horrible thing to you. My bad. My but it's sorry. okay. Look, we we connected now, and we're friends. Now you know I about Locutus, and I told you some stories about Jack Crusher, who isn't your dad, but you're named after him. Yeah. It's a little weird. I've heard that story a hundred thousand times, everybody says when they when they hear it. But yeah, yeah that's the thing. Uh, oh, uh, I don't know. Just like, uh, no, it's just, uh, it doesn't matter. But yeah, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, he just like gets a vision. Like, that's what we'll end with the episode. Ends yeah, Jack getting, Crusher like the weird, like, find me. Yeah. Fi- that sexy I'm woman I'm voice. Jack, it's I'm evil. Jack, you have to find me. Jack. You have to find <laughs> me. There's like a red door opening and sea on fire. And, uh, and like, uh, and Terminator like 2 shit. Trees. Yeah, literally, like, is just like <clears throat> showing him the visions of the future. Yeah. We'll but find like, out more later. We'll find out the next that... episode. They'll bring back Raffi and Worf. Maybe we'll get another returning TNG. Maybe this will be the episode that LaForge turns up. Yeah, it could be. Maybe. Uh, I, I, I genuinely am still like, do you think they're going to actually have anyone from like DS9? Or like I do anybody? still think that there's going to be a Nana visitor cameo. Uh-huh. Nearer the end, she's going to turn up and she's going to talk about the changelings a little bit and Odo, and then that's it. Yeah. <sighs> I think that, that would be, be a shame. And she's going to be she's gonna be the current Vedic or something on Bajor for some reason. You think so? She's going to she, be like she the... Like... She's going to be the president of Bajor or like the current Vedic? I think she'll rather... I think it'll be a, she'll be a president. Rather than the it'll be one or the other. It'll be yeah. some lazy thing to show her progression in rank without actually, actually without actually she... like committing to it. It'll just be like, she... yeah, she's president now. Actually, might have been on, uh, what's it called? Uh, Lower decks. I think she might oh, have on that DS Nine episode or whatever they did. I haven't seen that. Yeah, I don't I watch Lower decks for a while. Yeah, I don't okay. remember what she, what she was actually like. What she was there like because i know i know that she was in there like she was a character but uh, when does lodex even do, you know what i don't even care, I don't care it it's just, i think it's earlier than than picard i feel like lodex isn't even really canon <laughs> i feel like they're probably in that weird <laughs> space where they're you? like where they're like well, it's a cartoon so we don't really care about it don't matter yeah it don't matter yep. but overall it was okay. a fine episode it was entertaining it was engaging it's a little tense, yeah. you know, every now Will and then. Will they keep it up? Will they keep it up? Will they keep it up? Sliver? Will they stick or... the landing? Uh, but yeah, another, I guess, uh, yeah, so we're predicting that maybe it's the virus that they stole from the, uh, from Daystrom, right? The real yeah, thing maybe, they stole. I don't know. It'll, be, it'll be something, you know. Oh, wait. I had another theory. It's with gonna the... be lore. They're gonna cut. They steal lore. Yeah, cause, well, because we know lore is in the show. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. it's just gonna be lore, isn't it? It's gonna. What? What do they need lore for? I don't know. Because uh, he's evil and really smart. Okay. And they're gonna be like, <laughs> help us win the Dominion War again, and they, maybe lore like, is mm, the. Okay. <laughs> Maybe Laura is the big guy, the the evil guy on the other side of the face, the evil face that she called. In Maybe. The 
I don't know, like, because yeah. I, I, I made it a jokingly said that it, it's like a Jem'Hadar egg or whatever. It's not going to be a Jem'Hadar egg. A Jem'Hadar. One Jem'Hadar. No, come on. No, it's going to be like, remember, it was like a pod with multiple of them in there, I think. Even then, it's it like, they don't have any fucking Kessel White. Yeah, but then it's like, and they got Kessel White or whatever, because... Uh, because Star- Evil Starfleet was thinking about weaponizing Jem'Hadar themselves or something like that, yeah. you know? Some bullshit. Some evil... Uh, what's, uh, what's the the thing called? The 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 evil... Uh, like, the evil police? The secret police of Starfleet? Section Section 31? Yeah, Section 31 was thinking about doing that or whatever. Yeah. You know? Oh, uh, I don't know. But it's it'll like, be yeah, something it's stupid, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll get we'll to and we'll be like, oh, okay. No, you got yeah. everything's got to be a mystery. It's got to be a re- there's everything has to be a big reveal further down the line. I think can yeah, just be but... clear from the get go, so we're like aware of the stakes. It has to be a mystery so that we can have the stake shown to us later on, right near mm-hmm. the end, so it doesn't matter as much. And so if they suck, then they can just be like, well, it's over, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, done. you don't have to live with weeks upon weeks waiting for this to get resolved. No, yep. it's just like, same episode, you know, mm-hmm. you just get, get it shown and then the solution and yep. then the season's gonna finish and then yep. you'll be like, alright, no more of this because this is the last season of Picard. Oh, they stole lore, what do we do? Oh, well, he's got a switch on his back, we can just turn him off like before. Yeah, like, well, like between with his shoulder blades. Click. Uh, that's, okay. a, that's the thing, like, do you think they're gonna finish Picard season three and then in Discovery season five, they're gonna there's gonna be a bunch of references to season three yeah, of Picard, like probably. they did with. <laughs> I'm now on the side where I don't think Picard is gonna die because the show is much more clearly trying to bite into uh, Wrath of Khan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're I right. feel like it probably won't end that way now. Mm. I feel like they'll probably still try and subvert it and have like Jack die or something. Or maybe Picard it. will still die, but uh, currently I'm kind of like, nah, it'll probably end with the same way like Wrath of Khan, where Picard is like, now I have a whole new relationship to explore with my son. And then, and then his son can die in the next movie. <laughs> but which will never come, so get killed by a Klingon. Yeah. But that's the Klingon thing. Bastard. <laughs> killed my son. Yeah. Son for a son, I guess. Uh, uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's just like. I don't know what's the product of the show, to be honest. I just like I, I don't, don't think fa- it's be good. I don't have faith. It because we the entire thing. So the thing that it's showing us is the Jack thing, the 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 visions, right? That's uh, our like anchor into like <gasps> something that's is going our biggest on. Mystery. Yeah, that's our biggest mystery. Some kind of and we have mystical... the Daystrom. Daystrom Institute thing, right, is another one, right? Mm. That's like th- these two questions, basically, that are uh, that are being posed for us. Nothing else, really, because uh, yeah, nothing else. It's hey, just... at least they're not fucking pulling Section Thirty One into this one again. Fuck me, <laughs> they still have time to do they that. Still, you yeah, know? they do still have time. And, God, uh, I'm so sick of Section Thirty One. Another thing that I thought, if it's going to be a virus, yeah, like you know. Maybe we get like a cameo from Bashir and he's going like, Oh, I worked on this thirty years ago. <laughs> you know? And uh, uh, I something can help. about something about Bashir doesn't feel right. I don't think Bashir will come back. I feel like if anybody it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be like Nana. Nana Visitor. 
I don't. I just don't because know. he like the guy that plays Bashir did go on to have like a bit of a career. Same with Cole Meany. <laughs> I can't imagine them like coming back. But Nanavis is still in that area of area of like Star Trek, like forever individual. Oh, like, Star Trek forever. Like this is your life now. Your life is uh, that you were Kira Nerys, and that's it. Yeah. A bunch of nerds. You awakened a bunch of nerds. When and it's like, like a, that's, just, that's not a, that's not a drag or anything, because it's like, there's money there. Go for yeah. it. That's a, that's a, it's a fine way to earn a living, I think. But, yeah, like, but like, hey, here's the thing. It was Dr. Bashir in, uh, in the fucking that, that movie. Oh, yeah. The, uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. I don't think we he still was, need but to... I think, uh, I'm pretty sure I don't think he was. was. She was. It, she, uh, he, it, he definitely wasn't because I think they would give him a lot more screen time. Apparently, unbelievable. Wait, is that? Hold on. You, oh, <laughs> I, I, it came. It said unbelievable. Watch unbelievable Netflix. And I clicked on it. Like, uh oh, but it wasn't. It was a, no. A it would series. never get put on Netflix. It's like some shit thing that oh, like. Wait, I'm having a look. I'm having a look. I'm looking. It was a the thing. What? Uh, by the way, what we're referencing to is there's this fer- very terrible movie which has a bunch of like Star Trek like yeah. people that don't really do anything else, uh, and and it's uh, it's got it's Snoop just terrible. It's got it. Snoop Dogg. It got Snoop Dogg in it, and unbelievable is made by Stephen L. Fawcett. It was a some kind of strange science Fever fiction dream. parody movie. It's got yeah. it's it's got a bunch of a, a bunch of Star Trek people in it. Yeah, like not as Star Trek amount. characters. It's got a puppet of Captain Kirk. Yeah, it's fucking insane. I don't understand. Yeah. Anyway, all that to say, I'm having a look at the thing, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's got it. It's got Nana Vista in it. Yeah, I know. I don't think it has. Uh, what's his face? The guy that plays. What? That plays uh, Bashir. No, no, I told you it doesn't. It has Gilbert Gottfried in it. It does have Gilbert Gottfried. It's just because I'm it. looking through it now to confirm, and I can't see him in here. So. And it's got uh, the guy who played Echep. Yeah, and <laughs> he it's gets, got, his, it's got gets sucked Russ, off it's in got the movie. Garrett Wang. It's got uh, Wayong, the guy who plays Wayong in there, it's and he's like Wayong. pretty prominent in it's got there. He's got Robert Picardo. Remember, he's there. He's the guy that like. Uh, He's the guy that introduces it. Remember, he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. The he's story like the... the beginning. He's also apparently yeah. we didn't watch enough of it, but he's also playing a character called Doctor None Too Soon. Jesus Christ! But what yeah, we need to do we need something to do with that at some point. We need to do a review of that we movie at some like point because I don't think anyone ever heard of that movie. Person talk about this movie, and yeah, it's like. I don't remember how we discovered it too. It was I was Nichelle looking Nichols at Nichols final film before she <laughs> died last year. Oh my god. This is Nichelle, that's what it says on the Wikipedia. It was Nichelle Nichols final film and to be released fuck. before her death in 2022. Oh, what a legacy. Fuck. Poor woman. Terrible. But yeah, that's the thing. It's just like uh, I discovered it because I was looking at the the IMDb page for the guy who played Malcolm in Star Trek Enterprise. Yeah. And I was like, literally just looking at his like, you know, credits. And you and were like, like oh, unbelievable. He, you were like, oh, he's, he's been in something recently, something called Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, the click Let's on it. Let's have a look like, at this. And then I look at the IMDb page and it's got like all these actors. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know? 
And then we looked at, we literally, I, and I think you can still watch it on YouTube for free because nobody's claiming this movie that they made it. So someone just re-uploaded it in, in its entirety on YouTube. So we need to, you know what, now that we have like more into Star Trek, we need to watch because I'm looking at it and apparently Michael Dawn plays somebody called Dr. Daystrom. <laughs> There's even more here. Oh, our favorite line is... Tuvok going, I'm gonna cap you in your wood ass. I'm gonna pop a cap in your wood ass when he was talking to the puppet of Kirk <laughs> on the ship. He goes, I ought to pop a cap in your wood right, ass. Alright, let's we'll, stop we'll talking about this. We'll let's stop about Because anyway, this that's is like, unbelievable. Max, it was a big <laughs> yeah. night for Hollywood last night. Yeah. It was, the, it was, the it was night. Christmas time for Tinseltown. Ding as dun, they say ding, in the song. Dun. And yeah. you know what? I, I got the Oscar fever. And I yeah. hope you got it too. No. Pour me I some don't. bubbly now. That's all you gotta do. If Ed, it's like, you know. Oscar's so white, am I right? You don't wanna get that. <laughs> am I right? Is it? I guess. Oscar's yeah. so white. That was the thing. You remember when it was a big thing a few years ago about how there were no people of color nominated for anything? Yeah. That was the hashtag Oscar's so white. And people oh, still use really? it because That's they still primarily only. Uh, nominate white people <laughs> yeah i feel like we should just make a separate category <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that was genuinely floated in the, in the academy at one point yeah they were like but we then, should make an award best actor of color <laughs> of color yeah and they were probably shot down immediately like we and cannot do that you cannot do that that's not <laughs> that's not something we're gonna do we should shoot you for just saying that because you're just, <laughs> it'll be insane. But yeah, that's the thing. It's just like, yeah, you, uh, so who won and who won what? And who Well, who I mean, won? I was getting updates on it through Twitter, but I wasn't watching it. I was watching the On Cinema Oscar special. Tenth, yeah. the tenth one. Very fun. I was just, I was just sleeping. Very fun. We learned a lot. The thing I like about the Oscar specials for On Cinema is that it's, is they're almost like season finales. Mm-hmm. They they set up a lot of stuff within the 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 new season like a yeah. couple months before that aren't fully paid off and then they get revealed like in a in what is essentially a live broadcast you know online yeah, yeah, later yeah. on um very fun a lot of big reveals very uh very exciting wondering what the future of on cinema will be in the future but in the meantime as usual they had they had the running gag of like horrible things happening and then right in the middle they'll grab the microphone and they'll go Brendan Fraser one for Whale Man best actor Whale Man <laughs> they keep calling it Whale Man um, <laughs> it's a running gag anyway I won't go too much into on cinema but yes the yeah. Oscars were last night guys it was Academy so Awards. funny you wouldn't believe you should turn this podcast off and go watch on cinema right now I mean I think people should after turn it when it when it finishes when we finish talking and you don't hear our yeah. voices anymore then yeah. go and go and watch. Start watching on cinema at the cinema. Yeah, because they need a shout out from us. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. No, you're right. In fact, we should stop talking about everything bigger than us, like Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, they need our help. You're right, Max. Yeah, in a sarcastic. Yeah, way. they need our. Yeah, they, they need, need our analytic, analy- analytical. Uh, you know, uh, thing brains. <laughs> let's uh, let's start with the smaller awards. You know, yeah, but the more interesting Tiny. ones. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Uh, I'm gonna start kind of low down. We got best sound, Top Gun Man. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's so, like, yeah, it's sure. Best That's production some. design. All quiet on their Western front. I didn't end up watching that movie. I haven't seen it either. Best <laughs> film editing, everything, everywhere, all at once. Cool. Best yeah. costumes, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. I haven't watched that either. I haven't seen so. it. I haven't seen it. <laughs> Best makeup and hairstyling, The Whale. Oh, sure. nice. Okay, yeah. It was a good fat suit, I guess. It was. Does a fat suit fall under makeup or costume design? I think. I mean, would I guess say, apparently would you makeup say, because it won makeup and hairstyle. Would you say then, like prosthetics would go under? That's what costume? I'm asking. I don't think uh, so. I think costume is literally just clothing. Yeah, I think so. I Black think Panther costume won is, for yeah. all of the fancy costumes they had. Yeah, all the prosthetics that they used. Went to Black Ruth Panther. Carter, the whale, Adrian Moreau, Judy Chin, and Anne Marie Bradley won best makeup mm-hmm. hairstyling, best okay. cinematography. Got all quiet on the Western Front. <laughs> Again, no comment. Haven't seen, it. haven't seen it. I think they won like three <laughs> awards. Haven't seen the movie. Not to say that. Oh, I haven't seen it. So, uh, well, it must be a nobody. Just haven't seen it. I don't know what to say. Can't, no mm-hmm. comment. Uh, best animated short film. Ah, who gives a fuck about that? What's what one? <laughs> the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse. I haven't seen oh, any of them, so I can't. That one. That'd be like. Oh, it's yeah, the one that. that it, that that's the one that kind of looks like we need a poo. Yeah. Oh, had like oh. the same sort of style to the best visual effects art. Avatar yeah. the way of water oh no let's go <laughs> that w- that whale did a lot of work for it Payakan is vindicated <laughs> alright here we go we're getting to the big one they should now. have Payakan should have accepted the Oscar on stage now you know what there's one simple one here best documentary short subject the elephant whisperers okay haven't seen it best original <laughs> screenplay here we go Everything, ever all at once. Wow. That's two. That's two for, for That's E-I-I-O. Two. E-I-I-O. 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 Yeah. E-I-I-O. Uh, the Fablemans. Banshees of Inisherin. Triangle of Sadness and Tar. Mm-hmm. And you know how I feel about Tar. Well, it didn't win, so you were wrong. That's true. That's true. <laughs> no, I accept that. Yeah. I was wrong. Yeah, you know. I'm not going to fight it. How how yeah. appropriate, though, that Tar loses, eh? Yeah, exactly. How appropriate. Best adapted screenplay. Women talking. Mm-hmm. Which is good. I was listening, so it's good. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um that that be uh, Glass Onion, Living, Top Gun Maverick, and All Quiet on the Western Front. I've only seen Top Gun Living and Glass Onion so, and I haven't seen Women Wait, Talking, st- but like sure, I guess. Yeah. I don't yeah, it, it, like I haven't seen women talking, so can't really compare it to anything else. Live action short film. I don't know any of these. An Irish Goodbye. You seen it? No. All right. Best documentary feature. Navalny. I oh yeah, it's about the you know one. the opposition leader in Russia. Russia, right? Yeah. I yeah, of so... these, I saw All the Beauty in the Bloodshed, and... All That Breathes, and Fire of Love, and I like those. I haven't seen Navalny though. So yeah, if, uh, yeah. You, but the thing about Navalny is like that it was like a pretty early drop, like it was a late drop, like I think from what I remember, it didn't it came out like not that long ago compared to all the other ones. I don't know. So you know, sure. Early Best. drop. Or best original score. Here we go. We're yeah. getting into big ones again. All Quiet on the mm. Western Front. 
Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Can't see. We it. can't comment on that. <laughs> I haven't seen. It. Bad year for us. This Here is, I was thinking is... I've seen a lot of the movies that, <laughs> yeah. that nominated this year. You literally told me. And then all the ones that fucking win, I haven't fucking seen. <laughs> I'm looking through the. I'm looking through these lists originally. You know? Back when they were shown, back when they were nominated and stuff, I was looking at these like, oh yeah, you know, I've actually I've seen like most of these. There's maybe like one or two I haven't seen. I'm going to be pretty good this year, I think. I'm going to have some solid predictions. Fuck. Like, all the movies I fucking haven't seen win. You know uh, what that means? What? You know what that means? Bad taste. Yeah. yeah. Bad taste. No, true. <laughs> true. <laughs> Fuck me for going to see Tar instead of... Um, We'll sit of, down uh, at home and watch All Quiet on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Netflix, best animated feature goes to Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Pinocchio? I haven't, I haven't watched it. that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it. Uh, beat Turning Red, The Sea Beast, Puss in Boots. You know what? Honestly, I'm just glad Marcel the show with shoes on didn't win. Yeah, I that did. I would have cried. That would have been so depressing. Nah, because yeah. it's awards, it doesn't matter. Now here we are, best director. Uh huh. Now here's the thing. Yeah. Best director, singular, right? Okay. How the yeah. fuck are you gonna give it to two Daniels? Hey, just, they what are you gonna cut it in half? Huh? Yeah, yeah. I saw a yeah. tweet earlier that said, "Smoking that Kush that makes me the white Daniel." <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, Daniel Kwan, Daniel Scheinhart, they uh, they win everything ever all at once. Best director. Yeah. Uh, here's to you. Good for them. They beat Martin McDonough, Todd Field, Steven Spielberg, and Robin Ostland. That hack Steven Spielberg making that a movie hack. about himself and being like, Oscar, please. Making a uh, making please. a movie about how his dad got cooked. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. Oscar, please. Hell yeah, his Oscar bait movie. <laughs> that dude's desperate for an Oscar. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you know, Martin McDonough, he won an Oscar for uh, for three billboards, so it's fine. We'll get over yeah. and move on. Uh, yeah. Best we Supporting should, uh, Actress. You know what? I feel like we should evenly distribute the Oscars across Hollywood. Should, everybody who gets nominated should get a cut of the Oscar. <laughs> should get a cut of an Oscar, you know? Yeah. yeah exactly. Split it like a pizza. A bit of uh, socialist Hollywood. You know? I agree. And just like spread it equally best supporting actress uh i think a lot of people were pushing for angela bassett and black panther didn't see it couldn't say but (laughs) we also had carrie condon hong chow and stephanie sue and you know who won jaylee curtis baby wow yeah amazing performance stephanie sue the more uh, present and also i put in my opinion better supporting actress within that movie yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis. Something about it makes me think it must be some kind of legacy pick, right? Yeah, you know, I like, think so. Ah, give it to her. She's not got one left. <laughs> she hasn't got one, you know. And she's been is, she's she... been eating that Activia, you know. Or, or she's got like two two years left or something. Come on, you we know? gotta give it to her. We gotta give it you to gotta. her. It's like when DiCaprio got his Oscar, you know, now, sort of thing. Personally. I also I don't really think this should have gone to Stephanie Sue either though. I think it should have gone to Hong Chow and the Whale. Personally, mm-hmm. I think she was very good. Yeah, she was you know? really good. Again, like I don't like that movie, but I can't I can't deny performances. Are yeah, good. the performance is amazing. Yeah, especially Hong Chow and Brennan Fraser both did a can't very good job. Can't deny it. Can't, can't deny can't, it. We haven't seen it. all the other movies, but you know, 
That's true. Well, <laughs> I've seen everything except for Black Panther. Yeah. yeah. Again, well, this is one. This oh, is I one thought, where yeah, I was oh, yeah. okay. This one where no, I was okay. And I saw Banshees. Yeah. I saw the whale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Best supporting actor. We had Brendan Gleeson in Banshees of Inisherin. Mm-hmm. Banshees of Irishman. Judd mm-hmm. Hirsch in The Fablemans. Barry Keoghan in uh, in The Banshees of Inisherin as well. Yeah. That was one where I can see it. Like, Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie Sue both up for everything every all at once. Eh. Brendan Gleeson and Barry Keoghan were both really good in Banshees of Inisherin. I can see them both being Yeah. You know. Brian Tyree Henry in, in Causeway. Haven't seen it. Winner. Keith yeah. Kwan. In Everything Ever All at Once. The Husband. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It was a good performance. Like, you yeah, know, we, I very, don't know. Like, good. that's the thing. It was very physical. It was a physical performance. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he... Uh, so we're going up know. to five awards for Everything Ever All at Once. Yeah. This is uh, this is setting a, up for a sweep, ladies and gentlemen. A, pent- a pentascar. A, a pentakill. Pentas Oscar. A pent, yeah, a pen, an os, a, a penta, yeah, a, a pentacademy award. <laughs> yeah, penta exactly. Award. So, Never mind. Penta award. Yeah, uh, best international so, film. Now, Max, I know there's certainly one here that you were interested in a lot. EO. <laughs> you saw that this week, right? Yeah. yeah. Any, any thoughts on EO? Do you think it was robbed <laughs> by all quiet on the Western Front? No, it didn't. Get no. Robbed. Everybody no. loved EO though. Yeah. The donkey. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Uh, ben is laughing because I got, I came out of the movie furious. That's what I came Max out. Max like, sent when... me a message saying, "Hold on, let me. I can, yes. I can get it. I can get, I can get, I can get it. Hold on. Uh, yeah, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I oh, drive yeah. to the movie theater. I just theater. got a message saying, "Yo, fucking sucks. Fuck, I'm so fucking angry at this movie. How can you be this mad at a movie about a donkey? No, I just that's like I being just... p- pissed off about Peppa Pig." I know it's just like I'm more furious about kind of you know just like how benign this movie was, you know. I I, know. I still feel like um not having Aftersun in international <laughs> films. Exactly. I don't know if Aftersun know? counts because I think it was released by A24 in the US. Oh. So maybe, maybe. that means yeah. it doesn't count. Because it was in Turk- <laughs> Turkey. <laughs> no, no, it's just like yeah. Uh, but if I if EO won, I would have been really disappointed. Well, you did, don't don't be disappointed. The winner is all quiet on the Western Front. All quiet on the Western Front. Best original you know. song, Natu Natu. Yeah, yeah. Everybody loved it. Everybody loved that. Song. That's got like a bit song. trillion billion views or something on YouTube, I think. Yeah, it's and it one. was like. You know, it was song. different to what die it wins those sort of awards. Mm-hmm. For, you know, so that's great. Uh, what else? Uh, again, though, it's like I don't know. I don't. It feels a bit like a consolation prize. Like, like they they only put it up there because they recognize everybody liked Triple R, but not necessarily the Academy recognizes it. Oh yeah, it feels a little uh, bit like come on. I feel like that at least yeah, that, could have been up for best international, but they didn't. But that—that's like, yeah. But that's basically it. It's just the award. That's just the Academy for you. Yeah, you know, that's like the Academy. Carrie... Oscars so white. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> best actress. We had uh, Andrea Riceboro for To Leslie. Never seen it. Michelle Williams in The Fablemans. She was good. Mm-hmm. Anna De Armas in Blonde. 
haven't seen it. Kate Blanchett, oh, yeah. Ta, Lydia Ta herself. Mm-hmm. Now here's the thing. Oh, if anything, I would have wanted Ta to win just because I want the I want Lydia Ta up there on stage accepting an Oscar. Yeah. I mean, she already egotted, but yeah, be nice. Uh, Michelle Yeo wins. Yeah, I I won't fight. I, I don't have anything. I don't have a problem with that. No. It's it's fitting that she didn't. Uh, Tar didn't win. Oscar. It is fitting that Tar didn't win after what she Maybe. did. They did it as a bit. <laughs> Horrible. <woman. laughs> uh, I like the idea of like, oh yeah, let's not vote for let's do it as a bit. Oh, and that ho- little Hollywood do. joke. I was gonna get uh, tickets to Bloody Atar playing uh, the Kirby music. Yeah, they're doing that in uh, Birmingham. If you want to go see that. Yeah. Apparently, Lydia Tarr is performing. Lydia Tarr, and she's staying in the Kirby Orchestra. Playing Green Green, Green Green, Green Green Fields or whatever. Yeah, good thing that we're, uh, you know, uh, out of her range of influence. (laughs) Yeah. We we don't have to worry about that. Best actor Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. It's a, yeah. it's Brendan Fraser is back. Sweep the Oscars. Oh yeah, by the way, six six awards for for uh, everything, ever all at once with best actor. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Brendan Fraser, the whale. He did it. Yeah. Nick Lotsko was right. Brendan Fraser is back. He is back. You know, back. It, it's good. I I, I I enjoy the fact that you won that. And there's there's been a lot of good performances, but I think like his specifically his performance is really challenging right it was I a very think, hard law role you know i to think play. it should have gone to austin butler okay personally <laughs> no or paul mescal for <laughs> no. after sun paul mescal for after sun because that's yeah, the yeah, only like, thing after sun got nominated for and i think it should have gotten nominated for more uh but it only got nominated for best actor and uh, paul mescal is incredible in it yeah he's but, really good uh, and win brendan fraser it was uh yeah, you know, it was, uh, he did like a pretty cool speech. He, he was like, yeah, he told us about how people are amazing. Oh, and um, Reddit moment, wholesome one hundred, wholesome one hundred. Uh, That's he, what he said on stage. Yeah, wholesome one hundred. He stood up. He stood up while wearing the fat suit. That was pretty crazy. <laughs> he was like walking <laughs> over, like a yeah. baby, like a big baby. But he was like, sprinting because it doesn't weigh anything. The suit, you know. Yeah. And we were like, and then he said, this is so easy. Well, as he was sprinting. Real, and- this is so easy. More <laughs> fat people should do this all the time, but they're lazy. And then the film ended. <laughs> that was the last. There was a weird way to end the movie, but you know, whatever. You know, some people liked it. Not for me, but. What yeah. What can you do? What can you do? Yeah, you know. Brendan Fraser, well, yeah. here's to you, sir. And we look forward to. Uh, Engage appearance in Star Mandy. Trek, uh, the new Star Trek series, Star Trek, uh, I don't know, Mummy, Star Trek it's Onward, Onward, Star uh, Trek Onward. His he's going to be the brand new captain of the of the Enterprise. His his catchphrase is going to be Onward, and they're going to move. Yeah, it's called Star Trek Onward. They're going to visit planets in the. Uh, Gamma Quadrant. Yeah. Uh, and they're gonna. Anyway, best picture. <laughs> okay. A lot of things. Right. Are, a lot of things nominated for this one. Top Gun Maverick, Women Talking, mm-hmm. Triangle yeah. Sadness, 
Banshee's Adventure yeah. and Fablemans, All Quiet on the Western Front, Elvis, Avatar, and Tar. Mm-hmm. Like, it's funny, they got Avatar and Tar. They got Tar, Avatar, Tar, Ava, Avatar, Tar, you know? Nice. Yeah, good one. Yeah. The winner, though, out of all of them is the one that I didn't say. Everything Ever All at Once bring it to seven Oscars. Yeah, we, we it's and everyone like uh, a collective one like you know because if everybody, it was six, it would be like the number of the devil, right? Everybody watching, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. They were like, ooh, maybe we but should give it that seven went for one. seven, which is actually a a very prominent number number in a lot of theologies, sort of, of like the a angels, kind of a divine number, seven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, um, yeah, they blessing win. everyone in the audience. Everybody shot their goop. Uh, Harrison Ford was presenting the award, uh, so you know it was pretty telegraphed right then and there which one, which person won <laughs> yeah. uh, because they wanted to have that great moment. Everybody they wanted everybody watching for that moment where Kiwi Kong goes up and uh, and accepts the award from Harrison Ford and they hug each other because in because they're like father and son to me. Oh my god! Do you oh, know he nostalgia. really loves him? Yeah, and then uh, Harrison Ford was like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, he uh, he he. No, he was happy. He was happy. He was happy. Uh, yeah, I know. It was just he was like, like, yeah, you did it. Short round. Remember how you were the kid f- in that movie I was in? <laughs> Remember that? And it makes everybody online talk about how much they love movies. I don't know. Movie? The thing, yeah, you know, that's something that does take. Look, I'm glad they got all the awards they got. Good for them. Yeah. Even though personally, there were a number of movies that I thought were maybe a bit more deserving of it this year than. Than, uh, yeah, but the thing wants. is that, like, if we give awards to other movies, then the people will stop watching Oscar, Oscars. Yeah, you know, we need to give it to the ones that people love. Yeah, but that's the thing. So that that that's the one thing that does annoy me is that I see all these people who like get very emotional about this. Mm-hmm. Like they have a personal investment in it. Yeah, and I'm just like, I feel like you gotta you gotta calm down on that. You gotta stop that. Yeah, Shouldn't no, they have no, as much just of like, a personal investment in uh, in these things. It's it's a it's a feature of the, our current uh, society. That's true. People, we live in a society. People, uh, it's parasocial. Don't have uh, they don't have uh, children. They yep. don't have. Uh, they can't build. They can't plant that tree. You know, build a mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. They can't do that. Mm-hmm. But they uh, they they saw Brandon Fraser win the best actor, and they yeah, and it's and the same cried. feeling. Oh, oh, it's the guy from my, Furry Vengeance. <laughs> my baby, my baby Brandon Fraser oh, won my, an Oscar. He's like he's like the dad I never had, or yeah. rather the dad I that I never loved. <laughs> he never loved me. He doesn't love you back, so he's like your he father. Know, yeah. Hey, oh, oh no, <laughs> Bazinga. Um, no, but I mean, it's the it's the thing with like you know people posting Ki Kwan and and Harrison Ford and stuff. Woobifying them, you know. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's, uh, it's, just, how it it's just, it's just how it is. It's just just how it is. If nowadays. I if I had my way, the Academy Award would have gone to uh, Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it sold the most. You yeah, know, it, that's true. Well, uh, uh, no, come collective on. If we're going hours. By, no, if we're going Collect- by sales numbers <laughs> and stuff, that would be Avatar. <laughs> no, w- what? No, the amount of profit that. 
Call of Duty World of War. Oh, no, like, I don't uh, mean, War, yeah, War, no, I mean, like, in terms of one? the movies, though. Not if you're throwing yeah, video no, games no, 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 as no. well. No, no, it's just, I'm, I'm talking collective media, you know? Collective they made media, the most yeah. amount of money, therefore they're deserving of the Oscar. Best movie, Call of Duty, War, War, War Fighters. What is it called? The one with the Battle Royale? Um, <laughs> Warzone. Warzone, yeah, Call of Duty Warzone, and then it's like the entire dev team goes onto the stage, just like well, no, 300 you know people what? or whatever. It would be better if Fortnite won Best Picture. <laughs> I don't think anybody no, no, Fortnite. No, 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 no. You know what Fortnite would win? What? Best Original Song, and then they would do the default dance, as instead of the, you know, the triple R dance, they would do default dancing. Imagine if they had the like, uh, imagine if they had Jonesy win Best Actor. <laughs> And they digitally edit like a Jonesy walking up on stage to accept <laughs> to accept the award. Um, yeah, everything everyone wants. I don't know. It was a good movie. I can't imagine watching that film again. just because it's like I enjoyed it in the cinema, but it's like it's a heavy movie. It's like it's very tiring if you watch it multiple it's a times. I here's another thing. We're gonna get some dog shit movies coming out because of this. <laughs> you think so? You think so? I think look, I feel like people are gonna take the wrong lesson from this, and they're gonna be more like, "Oh, we gotta have a bunch of wacky, crazy stuff and action happening." This is like you know when the tsunami happens and the 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 ocean draws away from the like beach, you know? That's yeah. what this is. This is like, oh wait a minute, <laughs> we should get out of the here. Aftermath. Oh man, only because it's like I feel like. This is going to inspire some more movies in the wrong direction, you know. Yeah. I think the lesson that can be taken from everything, 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 <laughs> is that uh, it's good to be honest, you know. Like yeah. it has a bunch of those stupid, silly, like jokes and moments, but I think what makes them work is how earnest the movie is about them. Yeah. I don't feel like it's doing them in an ironic way, you know. It's just kind of doing them because. That's the tone of the movie. The movie is supposed to be have a silly tone to it. This is about enjoying life, you know? Mm-hmm. So that works, but I feel like... I don't know, I have a bad feeling that the message that is going to be taken from this is that movies need to have things like Sausage Fingers and Rakakuni. Yeah. And big fucking funny action fight all the yeah, time. Yeah, dildos. And he's dildos in it. The people want dildos in the movies. Put them in there. The people we're gonna want get dildos. We're gonna get a bat. We're gonna get a resurgence of like American Pie and stuff and that sort of movies, but in but with kung fu everywhere. Yeah, but with kung American fu. Pie, but with kung fu. That's a good title for a movie. Yeah, but all right, I, I think we should uh, wrap it up. That is the end. Uh, yeah, Thanks this is for the listening. end. We went over the uh, Oscars. We talked about Picard. Like. Uh, like all good things, they must come to an end. Yep. Just no like the Oscars scenario. and this podcast. It's the real no-win scenario is ending things. <laughs> uh, uh, thanks for listening to Dead Ensigns. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to it on. Give it a rating if you can. Um, email us, deadensons at uh, gmail.com. I'm Ben, this is Max. Yep. And look forward to Star Trek Onward, starring Brendan Fraser, coming in two years. They're going to sign that deal as soon as possible, because they want to get yeah. in 
while he's fresh in everybody's yeah, are they mind. They're gonna uh, get uh, Pascal in there too. Pedro you know? Pascal is gonna be the, his no, number one. Number one, yeah. Uh, basically, they're gonna look at it. They're floundering at the moment. Uh, CBS, Paramount, they're floundering. They need fucking anything. They're just looking through who are the most wholesome 100 big chungus characters, actors that we can get yeah. into our show. This guy, this guy, this guy. Okay, how much it costs? Pour money yeah. at them. We're going to get Brennan Fraser in. We're going to get money Pedro Pascal. Matter. We're going to get Keanu Reeves. We're going to get Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. Get, uh, Michelle Yeoh is back and she's going to play a different character. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get Kihui Hui Kwan in. Uh, we're going to get Harrison Ford. We're going to get Bill Murray. <laughs> Please. Isn't Bill Murray dead? No, he's still alive. He's like 800 years old or something. All right, put him in there. And he's got the exact same personality he had all those years ago. Thanks for listening, everybody. Crack that whip. Whoopsh. It's shorted out, sir. We're going to have to phaser it. Then what are you waiting for? Right away, sir. Faster would be better. I can't, sir. We don't want to... That's enough. But, sir, stand aside, Carlton. I'm going through. You're alive. Good.